Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. everybody welcome to the true crime squad i'm christy brower here with my sister co-host and partner in crime katie weaver hey katie hello how's it going oh it is going good we took a ride today just to get some vitamin d because the sun's shining it was beautiful and yeah good 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 which is good because the snow is coming back tomorrow (laughs) yeah but as for today it was gorgeous plus I uh, mm-hmm. had some things in the kiln until late last night, so I didn't get to uh, pull them out of the kiln until this morning, and I was so freaking excited. I'll give you guys the tiniest peek. This isn't even a good picture. You'll see That's more of so these fun. later, but they're little, uh, just little hangers that you could hang like in your, in a window or in a plant or whatnot, and they're mm-hmm. going to be attached to greeting cards, and they are so cute, and I'm just dying. They are so cute. So I, I made all of those little uh, flowers and butterflies and things and the stems and stuff and then fused them onto the glass i also had to learn how to not just cut glass but grind it this time to grind it into hearts <laughs> so that was another big step in uh the glass fusing uh situation <laughs> but you're getting anyway. your skills that's so cool uh-huh actually uh grinding's kind of fun yeah i bet it's kind of violent as long you know? as there's no yeah they're like <laughs> take your aggression out right so yeah i'm well well good i'm glad to hear it i am too i am making a kind bear Mm, none of that helps this no no when you were just behind it yeah well (laughs) whatever oh my god i'm making these cute (laughs) little kind bear you know kind bear you know what i mean uh little pendants did a bunch of these came in the mail today and i was so excited they are adorable and here's another crow skull that i i showed one last night uh and this one is has a <laughs> has a, a used to yeah a, a, a fidget potion bubble in the head and having just, a really hard time. <laughs> i'm having a really hard time anyway we'll take a look at fidget whimsy because there's a lot of fun stuff show that's going to be showing up there in the next couple of days because i have a lot of new stuff so anyway great (laughs) i won't try to hold anything else up to the camera tonight how's that (laughs) it's fine it's probably fine well it's time for a mormon misdeeds episode because well there be a lot of shenanigans going on with some mormons so Mm -hmm. Katie, I am going to kick the mic over to you to get us started. So I. <laughs> <laughs> did you forget we have that intro now? I, I did. We're really. 
out of sync tonight. Sorry about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, I have four small things to share. Uh, somehow, I didn't have a bigger case that just felt like it came together. And I had lots of small things that I felt like were worth sharing. So that's where we are. So I'm going to start with the... Colorado Springs Deputy District Attorney. We've already discussed him. This, of course, is David McConkie. David McConkie uh, was a former state president uh, in the Mormon Church, and he has been charged with a sex offense, uh, sexual assault on a child. He's pled not guilty, and apparently there was a plea negotiation in progress with the prosecutor. Uh, that's actually been in process since November. They waived a preliminary mm -hmm. hearing. It looked like there was just going to be a plea and this would go away, you know, as mm -hmm. they do. Uh, but for whatever reason, just yesterday, uh, McConkie's attorney, Colin Breeze, let the judge know that they have failed to reach an agreement and he definitely is pleading not guilty and is planning on going to trial. Wow. So the trial should start on May 28th. So not entirely sure why. The prosecution yeah. had said the plea deal would give him, uh, they'd see him plead guilty to one count of attempted sexual assault against a child, which is a class five felony. They also said that they'll leave that offer open until early March if he wants to change his mind. So, hmm. but get this, if he accepted the plea deal, he would be sentenced to a term of sex offender intensive supervised probation with no jail time. Oh, my God. I'm so tired of cases mm -hmm. ending up with stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So. He's probably trying to get it pled drop. to a point where he doesn't have to be registered as a sex offender. Right. That's He's trying to get it dropped, I would imagine, to a misdemeanor. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we see that happen here in local cases all the time, mm -hmm. and it makes me so goddamn mad. Mm -hmm. Oh, Idaho is so light on sex offenses, it's just crazy. You will it's do ridiculous. more jail time and more prison time for marijuana than you will for assaulting a child. It's oh, so all day long. All day long. Be yep. craziest. So we'll keep track of that one and let you know what we find out. Yeah. But as of now, that is where it's at. So I also wanted to talk about the dentist. You guys remember the dentist who poisoned his wife, or at least he's allegedly poisoned his wife mm -hmm. uh, last year, a Mormon guy with a big old family and uh, a history of poisoning his wife, unfortunately. Yes. This is James Craig. So James is set to go to trial here in a couple of months. And his attorneys have filed a brief demanding that the Google searches found on his work computer be thrown out. So if you remember that, Why? we discussed this. The uh, They're saying that they the scope of the search warrant that they had wasn't broad enough to include that computer. It's a big oh, Wait a minute. Email accounts can be viewed on any computer. Yeah, it's a big stretch. Well, it's yeah. not just email accounts. These were this was the search history. If you oh. recall, one of his employees. Well, that's there said, too. If you're signed into Google, mm -hmm. um, in your browser, mm -hmm. then your search history also shows up. Right. Yeah. In multiple on multiple computers. 
Yeah. So one of his employees had told the police that he uh, just recently had taken to using a computer in one of the treatment rooms and had used it quite a oh, bit. Right, yes. A laptop. And when they searched that laptop, they discovered an email account that was quite new uh, called Jim and Waffles at gmail.com or something along that uh, iteration. And mm -hmm. it was that account that was signed in that had searched for multiple things around poison. Right. So he had searched for things uh, like how many grams of pure arsenic would kill a human. And is arsenic detectable in autopsy? So at any rate, they're trying to say that they were illegal and went beyond the scope of what was asked for in the search warrant. Obviously, the district attorney is saying this is absolutely ridiculous. And they're trying to use hyper-technical construction of the language in the warrant. They're just, they're, you know, they're, they're doing their job. Defense attorney. Well, they, they don't have attorney, much. You know. There's not much defense in this case. So, yeah. I'm sure they're trying, you know, attacking the evidence. Uh, yeah, for sure. So at any rate, uh, that's hasn't been ruled on, but that's what they're trying to do. And again, this is just leading up to his trial that's coming up here in a couple of months. So the trial is set to start on April 23rd with jury selection starting on April 19th. And they figure it will last until about May 7th. As of now, we will be hip deep in the Daybell trial. Uh, at that time. And so we probably won't cover it a lot. We'll probably have to backtrack on it. Uh, yeah, probably. But... That's going to be, well, y'all remember when Lori Valor was on trial. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we had to let a lot of things go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, baby wipes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's We're not as bad as Shannon Smith. We, <laughs> we're definitely still able to shower. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, regular adults. I know. Weird. Weird. Yeah. So at any rate, we'll keep an eye on it. That's pretty much what we know. But uh Okay. Oh, the other thing I didn't know about this case, actually. So we knew that he had ordered uh from the arrest warrant affidavit, we knew that he had ordered uh some different poisons, right? Uh oh. under his dental license. Yeah. Here's something I did not know. Her autopsy indicated she died from lethal doses of cyanide. We figured that. Mm -hmm. And tetrahydrosoline, which oh, is the decongestant found in over-the-counter eye drops. I had not heard that before. I hadn't either. And that stuff's super poisonous. Mm -hmm. It's crazy that it's for sale mm -hmm. over-the-counter because, you know, it if should not get a hold of it and drinks it, it'll kill him. Yeah. You yeah. know? Your dog gets a hold of that and chews it up. Um, I know, that's scary. like mine that will do shit like that. Uh, it would, yeah, they would yeah. kill them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's scary. I mean, it's not, it's the, isn't it the eye drops? It, it takes the redness out of your eyes mm -hmm. is what tetrahydrosaline does. Mm -hmm. But yeah, people have like just dropped it in a drink and killed somebody with it before. Yeah, we covered a case not too long ago of a caregiver who murdered her. Oh, uh, yes her charge that way after she'd you know convinced her to give her the keys to the kingdom and then uh murdered her with that and said later she there was a lot of it around the house she really liked to drink it bitch no she didn't you, you killed her no one it. no one likes to drink it it kills you yeah totally dead yep wow i don't know okay. why she liked to drink it but she just did uh-huh sure mm -hmm. yeah jan that's the thing about james craig man he wanted to be sure mm-hmm 
that his wife was dead. That's just so hideous. God. Really, really dangerous. Yeah. Okay, so this next story is not necessarily Mormon misdeeds. It's more like, oh, Utah, you strike again. But this deserves <laughs> some light. So recently, a woman named Natalie Klein, she is a member of the Utah State School Board. And she posted some photos on Facebook of a flyer advertising a basketball game at a local high school uh, featuring a player on the team, a high school basketball player, a girl, questioning if people thought she was transgender or not. What? Oh, my God. Now, I visited Natalie's uh, Facebook and I was horrified, not just by the things she posts, but the comments that people make. She was absolutely frothing up the crowd, and it worked. So Jesus. a few things that happened. A, this is a bio girl. Not that it would matter if it was, but it is. She just happens to be a taller girl and great at basketball. So surely she would have to be transgender, right? <sighs> the police have had to put this child and her family in police custody because this woman put their lives at risk. They have received a ton of threats and frightening language. And apparently on her initial post, uh, the things that were said by other people were absolutely appalling. The uh, school district and police have also had to amp up the security at her high school in Granite County mm -hmm. by a large degree because of threats against the school. Oh my God. So now people are like, yeah, we want her gone from the school board. She does not right? need to do this. As it turns no. out, she's apparently posted things in the past that have caused a bunch of uh, backlash for people and a bunch of hate speech. My God. And these are kids we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so it's causing a pretty good, good hole of blue in Utah right now. And the school board is saying... Don't worry about it. We're going to deal with her. But people are pretty skeptical because she's been dealt with in the past and just keeps spreading hate. But uh, mm -hmm. this poor girl, her life has been put in danger. The sport that she loves has, I am sure, been completely soured for her. Right. Her family has been put in danger. Her entire school has been put in danger. Her team has been put in danger for absolutely nothing. She did nothing nothing no. she was just playing basketball my god she should sue her for defamation i hope she does i hope she sues the bejesus right out of her that's exactly what needs to happen well it is it seems to be the only thing that gets people's attention mm -hmm. yeah that is so ridiculous awful to awful. make a teenage kid a target like that why would yeah. you do that yeah other than you're from, just a from an elected or a public official yeah a public official for the schools yeah. You know, because we're protecting the children. Yeah. Oh okay. God. Right. We've heard that I, bullshit enough times. I'm so over this kind of stuff. That girl didn't deserve this. Her family didn't deserve this. None of them. Her team, her school. How fucking dare you? Right. So we'll keep an eye on that. I doubt we'll see anything else about it, but I sure hope they're safe. I hope she can rebound from this, no pun intended, and 
continue to play the sport that she loves. And frankly, I hope a whole bunch of schools come out of the woodwork and offer her booly scholarships to come play for them. Right. Absolutely. I know, I, I agree. I hope she can go on and be able to play basketball and be happy with that. Mm-hmm. If that's what she wants. If that's what she wants. Yep. Yeah. And then lastly, and this is kind of an interesting, uh, outcome that's uh, potentially happening in Utah. There is a bill that has been projected that would shield faith leaders from criminal and civil liability if they were to turn over abuse to the police. You know, that's redundant, though, because mm-hmm. there are good Samaritan laws in every state that protect people in situations like that. You, mm-hmm. I'm sure you already can't, like, go after someone for reporting. I don't know about Utah. You maybe can. Maybe. I don't know. You can't. Not in Idaho. We have good Samaritan laws. Although, so... it's if it's past abuse and they're reporting it late to the game, that's a different story. Mm-hmm. So, currently, Utah does not require clergy to report abuse if they learn about it in confessions. But there's nothing on the state's books that prevents them from notifying the authorities. So, yes, they can, but uh, they typically don't. So now they would find themselves protected from civil and criminal liability. It still doesn't go far enough because it absolutely does not require them. They're not mandatory reporters. They're not required. And it also would only protect them. If it is current abuse, not something that happened in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so, pretty sure I know why that, why they're doing that. We'll talk about that bet. in a minute. So, uh, Le- Representative Lubeau, who wrote the bill, he says the clergy who choose to report information about child abuse they hear in confession are protected from civil and criminal liability. It's a way to reward those who are already reporting abuse and neglect, and it will incentivize others who want to report it. Reward you? You mean protecting children isn't enough? Turning in abusers isn't reward enough? Yeah. Like, where the Mm -hmm. hell is the backbone here? Where are the guts? Where's the humanity? Yeah. Where's the Christ-like behavior? Where is any of it? But the thing about this article that really got me is that the, this was in the Salt Lake Tribune, the headline said, another Utah bill allowing clergy to report abuse emerges, because there's been a whole bunch of them in the past several years uh, proposed, and none of them have ever made it out of the house. Imagine. Uh, But the other part Mm. of the headline is, LDS Catholic churches are not blocking it. Not blocking it. Blocking it, yeah. Well, they're just saying the quiet part out loud, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So on one hand, I'm glad they're at least trying to take some kind of action. But on the other, why don't we take it a step further and do the actual right thing? I mean, right. come the hell on. Well, and they're talking out of both sides of their mouth, as mm-hmm. usual, because it was just last year that they went through the whole thing in Arizona and took mm-hmm. it clear to the Supreme Court mm-hmm. and got it um, confirmed for them that their clergy did not have to report and got a big lawsuit dropped against them. So there's, this is not mm-hmm. benevolent planning at no. all. No, 
No. Absolutely not. It's ridiculous that this is even a conversation. It is. So, on one hand, I'm glad somebody's trying to advance something to try and protect children in Utah. But on mm -hmm. the other, and maybe this will be the start of something bigger, but on the other, there needs to be a lot more than this. Yeah. So, we'll let you know if it passes uh, or if it just dies on the uh, house floor in Utah, and it very well may. Because well, people be don't eye. be liking to report sex abuse. Well, Mormons don't. Mm -mm. So with that, I'm going to kick it back over to you for your main case. Okay. All right. So what I have is kind of a double case. And it is also, I think, what may be part of what is pushing this new legislation in Utah. So this is a situation that has come out of Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. So a Mormon church leader has actually been charged for not reporting sexual abuse allegations. Mm -hmm. This is in Cumberland, Pennsylvania. This is Rhett Hintz, who is uh, a stake president. It's really funny to read this article that I'm reading because they obviously do not know anything about Mormons because like the wording's all wrong the way they're oh. <laughs> really funny. Um, but he is a stake president, which means a stake is a group of wards mm -hmm. he oversees. Um, so seven wards in his stake. So he has been charged with failure to report or refer allegations that were made against this guy, Sean Corey Gooden. That's Sean Corey Gooden. And here's what happened. Um, Sean Corey Gooden was an LDS official and a Boy Scout leader. Of course he was. He was accused of abusing at least two victims in the 90s and early 2000s. So Gooden, uh, who was... Uh, a leader in his own ward mm -hmm. uh, was also charged in separate cases in Virginia in 2022 and Berks County, Pennsylvania in 2023 uh, with sexual assaulting a minor. Hmm, probably a Boy Scout case, I would imagine. It doesn't say. I don't know. Oh, sure, but, but it is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And P Pennsylvania police also say there was another assault that had allegedly occurred at a state park. So, yeah, Boy Scouts. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, that reeks of Boy Scouts, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. So Gooden and the victim had disclosed the sexual assault to Hints as early as October of 2020. Now, Pennsylvania has way better laws than Utah or Idaho. Yeah. Um, they have what's known as the Child Protective Services Law, uh -huh. which made Hints' role as a stake president... Um, a mandatory reporter. Oh, you know, as all us adults should be. And he, you mean when you hear that somebody has sexually assaulted a child, you should say something to the police. Yeah, come now. It, it turns out that you should. So he didn't report to anyone. 
Wow. So the, Pennsylvania is real sensitive about this stuff, if you might remember, because mm -hmm. of the Jerry Sandusky scandal at Penn State. Yeah. And so when that happened, the Pennsylvania added a whole bunch more categories of people to to the list of mandatory reporters. Now in Idaho, all adults are mandatory reporters, but I do think that we have a protection of clergy clause, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so listen to this, under Pennsylvania law, failure to report or refer a third degree felony can carry a penalty of up to seven years in prison. Holy shit, wow. And I'm gonna show okay, you a then. picture of this jackass because his face deserves to be everywhere and he has been charged with a crime this is rhett hints good here he is boy he sure looks like a mormon guy doesn't he i swear i know him yeah right <laughs> i know when i saw the picture that's a, his a picture off his linkedin mm -hmm. and i thought it was so funny because it was like oh my god yeah he's why well, i'm surprised he doesn't live in utah <laughs> he looks like all the mormon guys i'm familiar with mm -hmm. well not all but a lot of mm -hmm. so anyway you know you'd think this would be a good thing like this is movement in the right direction and yeah. you know gooden um is doing time for this as he should be and this guy should be arrested for not reporting and not protecting children and not getting predators off the street well that's what you might think but that is not at all what the mormon church says so yeah listen to this that tracks the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints the mormons says it will vigorously defend uh, Mr. Ole hints against charges that he allegedly failed to report a 23-year-old sexual abuse case. Here's their statement. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, the Mormons, work actively to prevent abuse. Are you motherfucking kidding me? Our hearts ache for victims of abuse, and the church is committed to addressing such incidents wherever they are found. The church trains its leaders to support their lawful efforts. The charges now brought by local prosecutors for failing to report the abuse are misguided, and the church will vigorously defend him. Misguided. Misguided. I mean... Here's the thing. People don't just assault one kid. It doesn't just happen one time or two times. Right. Now, we're other... not alleging anything, but the reality is... Offender's yeah. going to offend. Mm -hmm. And these are just things that they've been caught for. Right. This is just what they know. Yeah. Yeah. Won't know. So, um, police, you know, found out that he knew. Mm -hmm. um, oh, Sean Corey Gooden, he actually assaulted two child relatives. Ah. Yeah, that's just awful. You cannot tell me they're the only ones. No, nope, likely not. But these are the ones, again, that have been, have gotten light. Right, right. But don't you worry. The church is going to defend them vigorously on this oh, yeah. misguided charge. The, they're, one of the things they're saying is that 
confidential communications made to a member of the clergy are protected. First of all, that's bullshit. It should always be bullshit. Second of all, Mormon church leaders are not clergy. They are untrained volunteers. You cannot call them clergy. They aren't. They aren't priests. They aren't reverends. Not that any of them, this should be okay for anybody, Mm -hmm. but using the clergy protection is such bullshit because Mormon Mm -hmm. church leaders are not clergy. Clergy are priests, reverends, pastors, ministers. Mm -hmm. And and they are just as bad, but yeah. Right. But they don't get the training no. And then with, with the church, they when nothing. they when someone they tells them something like this and they call the bishop's helpline to just learn what to do, they end up talking to lawyers. Yeah. Lawyers at Curtin McConkie who tell yeah. them to shut the fuck up. Yep. And you to don't stand have to stand down. That's one that was you said are recently. not re- required to report mm-hmm. because you need a requirement to report child abuse. I don't care how old it is. This guy is still, you know, was still functioning out there in the world until very recently. He was a predator who posed a massive risk to children. Uh But, I mean, why am I not surprised? I also saw, and I could not find it again, and I wish I could, one of the wards in that stake where uh, Red Hintz is the stake president, the bishop stood up. And gave, which is the leader of that ward, but again, not clergy, volunteer, untrained, stood up and defended the stake president and said that this was a terrible thing that happened and it should never have happened. And that, you know, they're standing behind their stake president and the decisions that he made. They said that one of one of the board's leaders said that at the pulpit. And I, I saw it on TikTok and I could not find it again. I wanted to play it for you. I couldn't. It was disgusting, though. It would just make you want to vomit to listen to it. Mm-hmm. They're, they're standing by their man, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, who stands by the kids? Who stands by the victims? Uh, well, nobody. Yeah. Nobody in the Mormon church. It's horrific. So let me tell you just a little bit more about this gross dude, Sean Corey Gooden. So he actually pleaded guilty in July of 2023. Um, he pled guilty to assaulting a relative between the ages of 9 and 13 multiple times over the course of January 1997 to December 2000. Wow. Um, up until his arrest, he was a bishop in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, the Mormons. Um, and member of the executive board for the New Birth of Freedom Boy Scouts organization, according to public records for the organization. He was also a lawyer at Weber, Gallagher, and Thomas, Thomas and Hafer LLP in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Wow. Yeah. So this guy had a lot of power. Uh-huh in his community and obviously used it to get away with some terrible things for a long time. Yeah. 
these are only the things that we know of that occurred. Um, there may be other cases, guys. Guys like this don't usually stop. And that's one of the reasons why they always need to be reported. Mm-hmm. Always. So he was sentenced to serve, excuse me, at least two and a half years in prison, followed by five years of supervised probation. And he has to be registered as a sex offender. Good. Two and a half years doesn't seem like shit. No. However, he is all, oh, man, I I did not read this paragraph until just now. He's facing 19 more charges. Record, uh <laughs> Regarding the rape of three children under... What did we say? Of course, this wasn't the only thing. There it is. Regarding the rape of three children under the age of 13 years old in Berks County, Pennsylvania. Those offenses are dated April 21st, 2000. And he was arraigned in September of 2023. So we'll keep an eye on that because he's definitely going to uh, be facing a lot more prison time. Yeah, those two and a half years are going to be child's play compared to where he's going to be when this is all over. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. thank God he's off the street now. But wow, somebody but who that... could have gotten him off the street a long time ago. Yeah, he they they can prove that uh, Hints knew in 2020. So years before. And who knows if there are other victims. Uh, who, or also, if there would be more in the future. Also, who knows who else knew? What other yeah. bishops and state presidents knew? Yeah, how many times has he already confessed, confessed. this somewhere? Yeah. 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 And yeah. I got to tell you something. Mormons don't do confession. You know, no. confession, and they use this term mm-hmm. a lot when they're defending their shitty leaders, but mm-hmm. Mormons don't have confession. You can go and talk to the bishop and you might have, you know, about things that have happened, but it's not like. Well, it's not like Catholic confessional. confessional. Not at all. No, No. it isn't. This would be a face-to-face meeting with the bishop where you would just have a chat. And then if they thought what you did was bad enough, then they'd decide exactly what you have to do to repent. And if they thought what you did was bad enough, they might involve the state president and you may have to also confess to them. But it's not like catholic confessional at all if that's no it isn't if that clears anything up for anybody it's it's just a visit it's just a chat but the mormons kind of like to jump on the bandwagon with the catholics Mm -hmm. which i find very interesting because mormons hate catholics we were taught that the mormon church is the great abomination upon the earth when we were kids catholic Catholic church i mean sorry (laughs) sorry freudian slip there uh yeah we were taught that that catholicism was of the devil when we were kids we were raised to hate catholics mm-hmm. which i always thought was really stupid <laughs> hate or, or at least uh really distrust catholics yes yeah. don't trust them don't ever go in their churches you know stuff like that mm-hmm. but whenever you see like religious freedom kind of bullshit coming up the mormons and the catholics will align uh-huh so i guess if for similar reasons yeah if the Catholic Church is the great abomination, and the Mormon Church aligns with them. Yeah. If the shoe fits, you might also be the great abomination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, 
that is what we know in that case. We'll, we will keep you updated um, because obviously there's more court coming for the stake president as well as the sex offender. Mm-hmm. So hoping for good justice for all of them. Um, Hints could spend up to seven years in prison for this. Yeah. And I, uh, there's a, there's an ex Mormon Reddit group that I love. Um, and someone from Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania commented in there mm-hmm. that, uh, since the, uh, you know, the real bad stuff that went down at the university in Pennsylvania, I can't mm-hmm. think of the guy's name anyway. Um, Pennsylvania takes no shit when it comes to child abuse and reporting abuse and that kind of stuff. And this person seemed to think that this guy's probably going to get slapped hard. Wow. And I hope he does because he deserves to. Sucks to suck. Yeah. In the previous article that I mentioned from the Salt Lake Tribune, one of the things that the writer of the bill had said was that unfortunately this bill puts, uh, ecclesiastical leaders at could put them at odds with their religion if their religion uh asks them not to talk to authorities but they choose to yeah but an interesting thing is happening in utah because people are tired Mm -hmm. of the mormon church running the state Mm -hmm. there have been a lot of things come to light and a lot of investigations happening. I mean, even just look at like the Tim, the Tim uh, Ballard situation, the Jody Hildebrand and Ruby Frankie situation. Utah's sick of this uh, Mm -hmm. reputation that they have. And I've seen a lot of movement to stop this shit. Yeah. So it's a start, but it's definitely not enough when it isn't a requirement. Your religion prevents you from reporting child abuse, particularly sex abuse. Right. What are you doing here? Right? What are you doing here? Why? I mean, don't you ever ask yourself, why? How could there ever possibly be a good reason for that? No. There isn't. Well, that's a lot of misdeeds, and I'm sure we'll have many more for you. This is our last episode of the week, so we will be back on Monday with lots more interesting stuff, I'm sure. Uh Lots of updates. The Adam Montgomery trial is marching on. Oh, boy. It is. is Yes. Uh So uh, we'll be sharing with you those things as well as, I'm sure, lots more. As as A bunch of rulings came through in Delphi today and some new filings. Oh, yes. Uh, Yet again, another... Uh, somebody on Twitter today called it the case that never sleeps. And boy, it sure is. Yeah. Uh, lots more there. And then other things. Yeah. Yep. So we'll be back with all of that. So don't forget to like, subscribe, share, comment, leave a review wherever you can. I saw we have a lot of Spotify reviews now, which is great. Mm-hmm. I know we have quite a few over on Apple as well. You know, we love stuff like that. It just helps yeah. us to grow. Also, you did you guys it. know we actually do have a chat group on Facebook? Oh, yeah, we do. We forget to talk about it. We forget to talk about it. We kind of forget to use it, too. I'd like to do better at uh, interfacing in it and chatting in it more. But we, There's a weird... Facebook doesn't alert us when we have posts in there. It's weird. Anyway, yeah. so I forget to uh, go over there and see what's up. But I'd like to expand that more. It's a great place for people to come and talk about various cases and share things that they're seeing. And it's just True Crime Squad uh, discussion group. 
-hmm. if you want to come and join it, uh, we'd love to have you over there as well. We sure would. And sometimes it's where people alert us to cases or movement in cases we didn't know about, which we always uh -huh. appreciate. Mm -hmm. Many of you help to keep us up on track with some things. And we do appreciate it because it is a lot to keep mm -hmm. track of all of the cases that we follow. Well, and if it's so, a case in your area, you're probably getting a lot better yeah. coverage of it than we're seeing. And so we love it when you share with us. Please don't ever feel like, uh, you know, you're. it's not appreciated. It definitely is. Especially things like in, well, like recently this case in Hawaii, a couple of them, and then uh, the ongoing uh, case that's going on in Alaska right now. And mm -hmm. uh, for example, when uh, the woman who is accused of poisoning her in-laws with the soup, yes. with the mushrooms. Yeah. We had talked about that briefly and then never heard another word. And guess what? A listener cued us in that there had been an arrest yeah. and we were able to start covering that again. So, yeah, Just if you awesome. see something and you think we would be interested... Send it over. Send it over to us on social media. Make a comment. Something. We we mm -hmm. won't get to everything we can't possibly, but we'll try. And mm -hmm. we do appreciate the uh, the heads up. We, we do have Instagram. We get messages on Instagram from y'all mm -hmm. too, and we do appreciate it because, yeah, it's a lot to keep track of. And if you've got a case that's really on your heart, make sure we know what's up. Yeah, we're always trying, but you know, it's very easy to drop things. Because mm -hmm. it's just so much. So yeah, we yeah. do appreciate that. And we appreciate all of you for your support in doing that. It's great. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, you know it. We are the True Crime Squad. Thanks for being here. Take care. <laughs>